Welcome to Disciple Her, a part of the Replicate Podcast Network, where we will hear from discipleship trailblazers, Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. With over 50 years of combined experience in discipling women, we'll discuss how we can equip leaders through discipleship. Here are your hosts, Candy and Julie. Well, welcome back to another episode of Disciple Her Podcast. I have Julie here this morning. Julie, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? So far, so good. Okay. I'm a little chilly. It's cold outside. It is cold outside, and it has been cold in my house for the last two weeks. Because Listen. <laughs> what has not gone wrong? gone wrong at your house? I know. it's It's been quite... I mean, so on top of period, everything else, it's yeah. been quite a 2020. I'm going to say in, in the course of two months, how many things have gone out at your house? Well, we our refrigerator went out. That was one of the first things, and that was out for weeks. Um, the part had back-ordered. I mean, you know how that is. Something goes wrong, and then it takes forever to get it fixed. We had a our powder room toilet went kaput. So that was out for uh, probably three weeks. Wow. Like just, you know, trying to get it fixed and get the right parts and so on and so forth. Then we had probably the worst of them all, my vacuum cleaner. Yes, out. yes. And I'm kind of a stickler about what's on my floors. And so I will vacuum once or twice a day. Now I have a cordless vac, so it's right. easy. But um, that's something that I, I just don't like seeing all that stuff on my floors. And I couldn't do that for three weeks. I'm talking about drive a woman nuts. Yeah, exactly. That was me. I, yes. w- I was very not happy. Did you sweep? Did you I just did. go I with did. it? I, I, I had to. I had to get like a little dust sweeper. I have one and I would, you know, run it around and as best I could, you know. Because not only do you have four humans in your house, but you have three dogs, correct? Correct. But do they, do they shed? They don't shed. Okay, that's I mean, beautiful. maybe a slight slight bit but they really don't they really don't shit but anyway so the vacuum went out that's finally fixed and then we have had a water leak okay which so the water has been cut off and then back on and it's just been a mess but am i correct in saying that with the water leak (laughs) that when they came to fix it it might have gotten a little worse. Yes, a pipe. Yes, that was bl- oh, what something, a something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. So we're we're currently in the waits of getting that repaired, and then the most recent has been that our heat has gone out. Mm, it's not a good time. No, no, not a good time at all. It's been a couple of weeks. The park's been on back order, and we have been freezing. Okay, well there so, you go. I mean, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Add layers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, layers and space heaters. Yes, and exactly. Beanie caps and gloves and all that fun stuff. So, but anyway, so it's just you know, 2020. It's like our our new phrase is, of course, you know, like what we learned from 2020. Um, and so now that we're heading into kind of a new year, we can kind of look back and determine like what all were challenges that we learned in 2020. And that's what we talked about in last episode. What were challenges and how those challenges could also be opportunities in many cases. And so we talked about kind of some fun stuff, you know, just the the whole masks, you know, yes. and what's the benefit of wearing or not wearing or all of that. We talked about toilet paper and paper towel being um, just a hot item in the yes. stores and how they were gone for a while and, and what we did about that. So we talked about, you know, kind of funny things, but then we also talked about 
the um, the reach that we have been able to do in our churches by going digital. Mm-hmm. And so that was a huge opportunity for all of us. However, it might have been a, um, a challenge to begin with. Sure. For some people, it may still be a challenge. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's kind of what we, we talked a little bit about that last episode. And we wanted to just kind of continue talking about a few of those things because there's been so much that we have learned looking back. Yeah, and I think heading into a brand new year, um, it's just good to remember. You know, Mm -hmm. that's scriptural. Uh, God talks about remembering and not forgetting. And and what were those lessons that we've learned? Uh, Even in the difficult times, so many people have said, oh, I'm so glad to be out of 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, and we have no clue what 2021 holds, Holds. but we do know who holds 2021. And nothing is a surprise to God. So whatever comes, here we are. Um, But what are some of those lessons from... Well, I don't know what the lesson is in this, but one thing I have thought about is how much travel has been affected. Oh, wow. You know, like when you think back, I don't even know if I had to think, I don't know if any of our trips that we had planned actually took place in 2020. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know for sure we canceled multiple trips. I would say at least three or four planned them. So excited flights, this and that every single one of them we canceled either because one, the cases were too high in that area or where you going to have to quarantine when you get there, where you can have to quarantine when you got back. Was it too risky? You know what I mean? Like all these things where things that we would normally do in, in maybe a vacation or whatever retreat just didn't get done. Right. You know? And so I don't know, if I have found the opportunity in that yet, other than it was really a forced slowdown. Yeah. You know, you Mm -hmm. just couldn't do those things. And so just being at home more and appreciating that. Yeah. At first that was a little uncomfortable, but then it kind of became something that was really nice because Mm -hmm. our our everything, and and it doesn't matter who you are, as we've said before, you know, we have all been affected by it. That's right. The slowing down part, I think for all of us, was a positive thing. One of the things I think that that was probably a struggle for a lot of people, it was even in my home, uh, and that is marriage. Yes. Uh, Sid and I both, you know, came home, or we or we both worked from home. That mm-hmm. was a brand new thing in our lives. And so learning to readjust our schedules and those kinds of things, it, you we had to work through some of that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, and we, we have seen this and heard this from a lot of different couples, you know, over this past year, just in the fact that there have been struggles that have surfaced that maybe weren't being addressed before all of these different unique circumstances happened and before quarantines and all of that. And now they were coming to the surface and it was time to say, okay, are we going to deal with this? Right. And so I think there has been a challenge in relationships Mm -hmm. being strained or things being discovered or, you know, just how people handle different um, crises and that sort of thing in their marriage. A lot of that was coming to the surface and everybody was kind of having to reevaluate and say, well, okay, what are we going to do here? And that's a great opportunity, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that is a great thing that if you, you have a problem or an issue that has come up and you know this is something that needs to be addressed, like taking the opportunity to address that is a gift. Yeah. Right? Yes. If if we lean into that. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because yeah. so often I think it's easier to sweep under the rug yeah. or ignore mm-hmm. or pretend it's not there. Mm-hmm. And that is not ever going to be beneficial in the long run. Right. We have to, you know, get in there and kind of do the hard work when it's needed. And so if that has been you, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and, and your own marriage has right. been struggling or you've noticed a few things you know, dig your heels in and, and do the do the work of what needs to be done, whether it's therapy or address something or, you know, have some tough conversations if that's what needs to take place. But use that opportunity. If the Lord has revealed something, don't ignore it or sweep it under the rug. Like, yeah. you know, make your marriage stronger for what you have gone through or what you've discovered. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So definitely marriages um, and just what can we do to prevent, you know, things falling apart, mm-hmm. you know, within our homes and in our relationships. Um, you know, what is that opportunity that the Lord has given us? We need yeah. to think about that. Yeah. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are going to take a quick break and we will be back in just a second. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple-makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. And we're back and we are talking about different challenges and the things that we have learned from 2020. And what about hybrid schedule, Julie? Well, that hasn't affected me, but it has you, hasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's been quite unique um, trying to figure out different my different boys and what their schedules have been and one's been full-time and one's been on a hybrid and then went back full-time and now on hybrid again. And it's just kind of been a, a back and forth thing. But I will say when I went into 2020, I did not know I'd be getting a sixth grade education again. Yeah. That's no fun. Is it? Because that's what's taking place. You yeah. know, like I'm learning alongside of Rig and a lot of things that he's learning and you know, some of it I find really interesting. I'm like, man, maybe we should all go to school as adults, you know, because how many things do you forget? I think I would probably put more into it than I did back when. Yeah. yeah. As an are adult. You, yeah. Or you just remember it more. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? So I tell anyway. you another thing. I've got a grandson who is a kindergartner and because the contact tracing, mm-hmm. his whole class had to quarantine yes. for two weeks where his brother continued going on. But that's been another you know, trying to get used to that that whole thing. Yeah, it's just so interesting. And that, um, it kind of leads into another challenge that we've had and learned from is isolation. Oh, man. You yeah. know, like what that looks like, you know, and every, I would say probably everybody at some point has dealt with this in some way. You know, whether it's been that you've sent, been sent home or a child's been sent home on a quarantine or someone from work or, you know, like, what has that looked like and how has that affected all of us having those periods of isolation and some of us even longer than others, maybe? Yeah. And I don't know that we even fully know now what the effects of all of that I agree. are going to be and, and have. 
I do think this, I think the enemy has had a heyday mm-hmm. in the midst of this because what does he love to do? He loves to get us isolated. That's right. And it's kind of like even, you know, when you think about um, church attendance. Right. You know, you miss one Sunday, you recognize it, and you, you know, maybe we want to go back, but you miss the next Sunday. Then it gets just a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with that, you get more isolated from the body of Christ. Right. And that's exactly where Satan wants us, I think. Right. And so that has been a tool, I think, that, that has come with it that the enemy has used to try to um, keep us separated from one another. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think the less we do go to church or whatever, I feel like the easier it is to be disengaged, Yeah, you know, absolutely. and then it, it just becomes like, oh, we're just going to watch from home or we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And it just becomes easier to not be engaged. And then it's like you want to, then you realize at some point, oh, wait, how did I get here? You know, and how did Absolutely. this happen? And I think we have to work really hard to not let that happen right now anyway. At least. I know. I heard someone saying the other day, and I thought it was so good that she was talking about church attendance and talking about how when we first were quarantined, you know, and church online became for everybody right. the way we did it. Mm-hmm. She said, my family would stand up and we would raise our hands and we would worship and we would praise the Lord. And she said, and then as it became weeks and weeks and weeks where that was the norm, she said it became that we became more like basical about our worship. It was almost like we got our popcorn and said, okay, well, yeah, let's, just like we'd watch a movie, right. you know, let's watch church today. And it was just, um, it, it didn't have the same meaning. Right. Yeah, I agree. And then I think we can, we can take for granted that we have the ability to, worship corporately with the body right and then it's like when that's taken away or you're not able to do that that that's hard and then and then when you get to do it again I know for me it has been such a breath of fresh air and just so I've been so thankful to be able to be with the body and worship and just you know do that together it's been a really big deal and you know you said Earlier, we were talking about isolation. You said, you know, the enemies had a heyday. And I want to I want to make a, a point here about that because I think it's so important that if Satan can keep us in isolation, he wants to keep us there because he has more power and control. Mm-hmm. And so whether that is you are isolated in a sin that is happening in mm-hmm. your life or whether you're like isolated away from people and community and relationships, we have to begin to step outside of that in order for him, Satan, to lose control. Right. So the minute we give voice to whatever that is that is holding us in isolation is the minute he begins to lose power. Yeah. Right. And so if you're feeling like you're in isolation due to something that is going on in your life, you need to speak that out to somebody and start putting feet forward in your faith so that immediately Satan starts to lose control. He starts to lose his power. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't want him having power over me in my life, right? right? Mm-hmm. So it's, if you're if you're in that situation and you, you feel that isolation, you need to talk to somebody about that. Yeah, and I think we all have gone there at, a, you know, some point or the other just because the, he loves that. He sure. loves to get us apart from, from the body in whatever way he can. And And I would also encourage some of the things I've done 
start to get into the word, mm-hmm. you know, read what and read God's word out loud. Because when you read God's word out loud, Satan can't read your mind, but he can hear the word of God. And the That's word right. of God is living and active. And right. so we read out loud, we, we get worship music on because here's the thing, God never leaves us. He mm-hmm. never forsakes us. He's always with us, even in isolation. That's right. But it's recognizing it. And then yes. the power comes through God's word and calling on him and, and seeking him. So if you find yourself there today, start there. You yes. know, pull out the word, read Absolutely. it out loud, and just say to the enemy, you have no right, you yeah. have no authority here. Be gone. Be gone. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in Hebrews it says, um, let us watch out for one another to provoke one another to love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. Yeah. And I think... Um, it's just so important for us to recognize the importance of gathering together with the body of Christ. And whether it's, it's in our home, God created us for community. That's right. And he wants, he created us to need one another. And so we need, um, if we have to force ourselves right. you know, to do it. And, and like you said a minute ago, Kenny, admitting to somebody. I need you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need that community. Right. And um, don't allow the enemy to continue to lie to you that, that this is a good thing. That's right. It's not. Absolutely. And 100%, I echo what, what you were saying about we are created for relationship and community and accountability. And I mean, if we look at the heart of the Trinity, relationship, yeah. right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's a relationship there. And, um, and I mean, we can go on and on about all the ways we see Jesus modeling community mm-hmm. for us, you mm-hmm. know, and relationships and living with one another and, and all of that. And when we look in Scripture, I think there are 94, 96 passages that are passages we call one another passages because he's saying to love one another, yeah. to support one another, to encourage one another. And as so I just said... You know, uh, in Hebrews, Hebrews, watch out for one another. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah, so good. So important. So, you know, it's such a challenge. It's been a challenge, but it's also huge opportunity. Again, you know, seeing the positive in some of these things that we have faced, I think is really important. And, you know, I, I always try to look for the positive. I'm just a very optimistic person. So I want to know what is the opportunity of something that may be hard. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're talking about some of these things. Like we can get stuck in a mindset where we look at things always as negative and we can't move past that rut. And so we want to start viewing some of these things that have happened or are still happening as what is a way that this can be an opportunity in my life, you know, in my church or in my home, in my ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just thinking, not if we're not as leaders, if we don't personally struggle with it, you can bet that there are those that we minister to that, that are in our ministry that are struggling with it. And so even being aware of that, Absolutely. you know, if you don't see someone, give them a call. If you, um, you know, write a note, do something proactive to reach out to people who may be feeling that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, we, we've learned a lot about what it looks like to make disciples in a, in a weird time, you know, like a lot of our discipleship groups weren't able to meet in person Mm -hmm. for a while. So lots of things went on to zoom and, you know, different online capabilities that Mm -hmm. we had to do. And, you know, while that's not ideal for every single time, it didn't hinder our discipleship process right. either. Right. And so I think it's amazing to see how the Lord can 
still work and still use, obviously, even in a situation where we've had to socially distance or we've had to do things online and we've had to see each other's face through a screen versus mm-hmm. being able to sit around a living room mm-hmm. together, you mm-hmm. know? So um, making disciples doesn't stop just because we're in isolation at home for some reason for a well, period of time. That's exactly right. And I was thinking also, you know, none of this caught God by, by surprise. surprise. That's right. Yeah. And, and so perhaps even we appreciate Mm, going good. to church all the more yes. because the church is not about a building and sometimes we can make the building an idol that's right. you know and think that it's got to it's got to happen there right but i think that's one thing that that was that we saw as well is that god can do and connect people however he you wants. know he wants to do it and he's he's in charge of that yeah that's right that's right well we are going to wrap it up for this episode of disciple her Hope you have kind of enjoyed just taking a look back and seeing what all we have been learning and then what are the opportunities that lie ahead. And we will be back with a new episode of Disciple Her very soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Take a second to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive free resources to help you make disciples in your group, home, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.